What's up, everybody? We back. It's another week. R two C two. You see, I, I let you go. You let again. me go right there. I know, man. Two we weeks good. in a row. You almost. <laughs> I see you looking at me, waiting for me to I was jump waiting you. for you to jump in. Yeah, that's that's my thing. But not anymore. I, I'm trying to improve. By the way, see how about today's uh, podcast setting we are really decorated for Cameron Maben you yeah. know we wanted to make sure to put him in a, a, a shoebox of a green room you know <laughs> so Cameron welcome to our humble abode appreciate man. it I, I need to get my status up that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> normally we have like a little better setting but you know what I'm no Cameron's like I saw where John Carlo was you know when he I saw podcast. where Adam Jones was yeah. at I'm, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom <laughs> It's all good. We in the fucking closet, dog. A little humility goes a long way. Oh, man. Now, have you guys, did you know each other at all before you joined the Yankees a few weeks ago, Cameron? Yeah, we have. um, T. I call them T and Tamara. Our wives are like sister, sister, T and Tamara. So, uh, through wifey, I had a chance to meet C. uh, But I've always been watching them from afar, from the other side. Yeah. it's cool. It's cool to be in a clubhouse with him because I, you know, I, I'm not scared of too many people, but I just watching him punk so many people on the mound. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. But I'm like, you can know, you can say like, whatever you want here. Like, yeah, like this dude, like damn, like I'm like, should I bunch? Should this I swear be tripping. Like, this, dude, this dude is punking everybody. Like, you know what? This is a this is perfect because literally the other day someone asked me, like, hey, why does he like get mad at people when they bunt? Why does he yell at him? And I said. Well, you know, I don't know exactly why, because he just yells randomly all the time, but... (laughs) I think it's probably effective to keep people from bunting because I probably think they're thinking like, shoot, if I yeah. bunt, man, he's going to be screaming yeah, nah, at me. I know? don't know why, like how it started. I guess like for me, like it's just like, I feel like you trying to like, <laughs> like, like just cop out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want to be up there, get somebody else to head back. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, like we out here trying to, comp, you know, yeah. competing and shit is one on one. Like. Like you, like I don't know. It just seems weak to me. For me, it's not even all like bunting. It just like it doesn't even matter. Dude took a big swing and ooh, see, get, get your ass back in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, I just missed it. What you want hey, me to do? But like nah, I watched it. I, I almost, seen it. I, I almost yelled at that catcher yesterday. I, though. Man, I've been he was taking too long years. to get in the box. Oh, man, was dude, yeah. oh that's because I take a long time. That's in another between thing pitches. too. I saw it last year yeah. when I was in Seattle. So I don't want to say no names. Dude, just taking forever in the box. And She's like, all right. He's out there. Oh, yeah. That was I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but it's like, what? what? I forgot all and, about that. And then when you black, you know, they, well, we do usually all talk talk to each other. And you, yeah. you know, what's up, brother? You know, what's going on? But it, when you're black, it's like, hey, hey, why, why, why is CC mad at me? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't know. So, <laughs> so, I forgot all about that. Can you talk to him and make sure you're like, hey, he I, was I in the lineup last night, too. I, I wasn't trying to show him up or nothing, man. I just, <sighs> man, I don't know, man. You need to do something different. Then, See, so, you, yeah. you know what's crazy too is like I like it, like it's only when I'm out there like I, just my my personality is so much different than than me pitching fact so like I'll forget you know what I'm saying like I don't like I don't remember that until yeah. you just said that you know what I'm saying like <laughs> See, it's I, just comical to me I have no I, like I don't remember that shit because that's not me you know what I'm saying until I'm out there and I'm in it then I'll say some shit and then. I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny to me. I love that uh, uh, Cameron, like uh, who, your teammate, he felt like 
because you were black, oh, he yeah. had to go to you and say, hey, why is CC mad at me? <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> if you talk to him, tell him, you know, if you talk to him, I, I, I don't even know if you know him, but if you talk to him, <laughs> tell him uh, just tell him, man, I didn't, I, I didn't mean anything, you know, like, I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, at least you know now, see, like, I mean, your, your um, revved up personality gets around in the bigs and these yeah. clubhouses, they're afraid of you, man. It's time, it's time for me to go home. Oh, <laughs> I'm out here doing too much. Oh my gosh! Seriously, no. There are like there are, there are some uh, there's some funny moments where even like afterwards we'll be on our group chat and we'll we'll send like a, a gif or a gif whatever however you say it and see you'll be like wait what did I say I don't remember doing that man I don't even like, remember man like seriously That's the competitor you just get caught up in the moment man That's how it is sometimes sometimes you just black out yeah you know what I mean you just black out some shit comes out and it's just it is what it is, yeah. you know. But that's the beauty. Was, that's the beauty. Hey, of even yesterday, I came set and I looked behind me. Guess who? It was at second base, Angel Hernandez. I wanted to. Exactly. Have you guys talked at all Fuck since no. last what year? Talk to him? Well, you you yeah. gave him like a moderate apology on our air, like oh, yeah, on an yeah, episode R two C two. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't the most heartfelt apology no, 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 ever. No, no, no. It was more of a self indictment. But I, it was, I, won't, I won't ever say anything to that guy. <laughs> that's ever. It. Oh my gosh. It's like that. You shoot dudes out there, it's just not even a point. Nah. Uh, I hope that one of the games I'm doing play by play, he's umping behind the plate and you're pitching. Nah, just so I can I observe don't, it. I don't now. want that guy to be behind the plate no more for me. Uh, oh, I, you know what? They probably shouldn't do it after last yeah, year. Anyway. I, I, I probably would just tell Booney, let me start tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing it's going to go better for nothing everybody. Nothing good's going to come out of this right here. Uh, like. You're probably right about that. Cameron, how quickly did, um, did you feel like a part of this group? The the day I walked in, man, I got there uh, the last game in um, in Anaheim, and it was like it, it felt like I was on a rehab stint. The way I, you know, I came in and dudes, hey, what's up, man? Good, good to see you, man. You know, let's, let's get it, man. You know how you feeling? How you doing? I mean, literally every all twenty five guys, not one guy from the players to the staff, not not one guy didn't did not come speak to me first. You know, I, I didn't have to approach anybody. Everybody came up to me, which was was which was huge. And I and I talked to C about this, man. Even, you know, for the first time going back to the minor leagues in 10, 11 years, like the most refreshing thing was not only getting back to the big leagues, but getting back to the big leagues with a team where you feel like the guys are pulling a rope in the same direction. Like mm. guys genuinely happy to see the next guy do well genuinely happy to see the next guy pitch well you know we we just want to win you know and like for me 15 16 years of playing professionally 10 11 in the big in the big leagues I've been on two teams that I felt that energy in the clubhouse and I was in 17 when I was with Houston and literally this year coming here you know, and, and people are like, what? I mean, it's crazy. Every, every locker room isn't together like this locker room is together. You know, I don't know if the injuries have brought guys together. I don't know if they had it from the, the jump, but the feel that I get it, it's, it, it's been like that from, from the, the jump, you know, from spring training or, you know, however, however long these guys have been together, the energy is like, it's crazy. It's, it's literally, it's, it gives you goosebumps on how, much you can feel guys pulling for each other and it's one and one objective and that's to just to get the win at the end of the night you know so it's it's 
been um, uh, great for me to be around. You know, that's interesting too, see, because C has said for the last couple of years, basically starting in 2017, especially like, look, this is a special group, special connection. But it's interesting that that holds even when huge chunks of the roster are hurt, right? I mean, yeah, but but the <clears throat> the core of the team, the, that's the identity of the team. You know what I'm saying? Like when. When you have a good group of guys to get together, even when guys get hurt, it's still our identity. It's a bunch of good guys. It's a good clubhouse. It's a good place to be. It's a fun place to be around. So that's automatic. That's just what it is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy's like, rooting for the next guy up. Yeah. Like, I'm hurt. Pick me up while I'm hurt. That's, hey, do your thing while I'm hurt. You it, know what I mean? Like, that's what I feel now. Like, oh, I'm hurt. I hope this dude under or And it's like, nah, bro. Like, come on. Like, we need you. Mm-hmm. Like, we need you. Come on. Like, you know, do your thing. Go have fun. Go be who you are. Like, it's, like you said, their identity is a, uh, it's, it feels like a brotherhood. It's together. It's together. And that's why I say, like, whoever you bring in now, it don't matter. It don't matter who you bring into that group because the group is the group. It is what it is. The 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 core of it is a, is a good clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? So, it like, it don't, like, you know, guys always ask, well, what if you brought, like, Bryce Harper in? Like, it, it wouldn't matter. What if you brought Manny Machado? It wouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like the the, you, the guys fall in line into what the club, what the 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 culture is, I guess. And I mean, and the contributions from these guys who who plugged in, yourself included, Cameron. It's been unbelievable, man. It's just like, I mean, you're not missing little pieces. You're missing huge pieces to this team, and yeah. a lot of them. And yet, you guys keep winning, and it just feels like everybody's just stepping up. The baton's been passed and just going to keep finding ways to win games. It's amazing. And it's like nothing can shock us. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we got so many injuries now. I mean, it is, you know, guys go down. It's just the next guy up. You mm. know I mean? And, that, and that's just what it's going to have to be for mm-hmm. us until until we can get healthy. You've almost become numb to the news of somebody getting hurt. Is what it is. Yeah. Let's go. I know. Once the judge one happened, which was like the, you know, you knew it was going to be a while. It was like icing on top. It's like, all right, well, everybody's vulnerable now to to this plague that's yeah. going around, you know? Cameron, how about robbing home runs? How fun is that? I mean, you had a <laughs> outstanding catch the other day in right field robbing a home run against Minnesota. Does that ever get old, that feeling? No, man, for me, the tightest thing about it is when you go back and watch the video and look at your pitcher's face. <laughs> like, it's cool. Like, you know, like the hitter, you got the hitter. That's, that's cool. But, like, when you see how just elated, you're, you know, like your pitcher is and he's just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like that is what makes me feel good about it. You know, cause again, like just having your guys back, you know, because for me, you know, defense has always been a staple of my game. It's been a re- big reason why I've, why I've been around cause, because, I, you know, one thing you know, I'm going to save runs every year. I'm going to save a lot of runs every year. Um, so I take so much pride in that. So for me, they asked me, you know, the most exciting play in baseball, I said robbing a homer. Mm-hmm. Robbing a homer, bringing, you know, saving a run, you know what I mean? And Because um, everybody, we worry about hitting so much. I got my bats right here ready to go to the cage to get, you know, but <laughs> we always worry about hitting as positive position player is hitting how's my swing how's my swing how's my swing but there's another aspect to the game you know you got to play both sides of the game and you know making a play that being able to make the 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 average play is great but being able to make that play that most guys don't make or can't make you know that's that's huge and that energy man you you feed off that energy you know you know you make a play like that guys get 
get hyped, get excited. And now, next thing you know, we're swinging the bat well. We, it just, it's just a part of the game that I love, man. I love playing defense. I love, tr- you know, trying to make the spectacular play. You yeah. know, the play that most guys aren't going to get to. Or, you know, I, you know that's my, my motto, save a run and score a run. So... You know, and I feel. I mean, it's easier said than done, but that's that's kind of how I approach the game every night. Save a run and score a run. I might score two. I might save two. You know, but it's just you got to play both sides of the, both sides of the, the the ball, and you know that's what I've been doing for years. And that catch was such a huge one because that saved Hap. You know what I'm saying? Like that saved his outing. Like I would have caught the other one if that that, that little damn scoreboard. That... <laughs> if it would have been a wall, I would have jumped on the wall and, and just caught put the your other foot one. in. Yeah, exactly. But but nah, that that saved his outing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he ended up. We ended up not winning that game, but it just prolonged his outing. Like that would have been five runs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would have been a three run homer. So. Yeah. Um, you know, we ended up staying in the game long enough where we almost we could have almost won that game yep. because of that catch. And he gets deeper into the game, and you save your bullpen. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing. Like when you watch really good defense, the ripple effect, right? Like mm-hmm. I mean, just watching Urshela, some of the plays he made behind you last mm-hmm. night. See, where I mean, that dude is filthy over He's there. Third. He, over is there. Unbelievable. he, he yeah. is unbelievable. And you know, uh, Estrada obviously had that terrific play coming in on the ball with base load. But I mean, even Big. if even if it doesn't cost you runs, right? Errors cost you pitches, you know. Absolutely. They cost you taxation, you know. And what you could just see great defense. I mean, let's be honest. How often throughout this game have we seen a play that? And it's not easy. Let me be the first to say it's not. Easy, but how often have we seen a play not that should be made, not made, and then next thing you know everything falls apart? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. it's almost like when it happens, you're like, oh, here we here go. we go, yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't, and if it doesn't fall apart, you're like, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank well, you. Well, most of the time it's going to fall apart and it's going to cost a guy extra pitches. It yep. costs a cost the inning and then bullpen's got to come in earlier. Yeah. It's just a ripple effect, like like you said. Like, yeah. playing good defense is such a huge part of being a good team, especially right now with, with us having right so many now. injuries. We can't give up outs. Right. You know Absolutely. what I mean? We get outs, we got to we got to I'm not going to hit 40 homers. That ain't, that ain't, I've never hit, never in my game, <laughs> but... I got to do the. We got to do. We have to do the little things with those guys out of the lineup. We got to move runners. We got to make the plays that we ha- that we are supposed to make. You know, we got to get guys over. We got to get runs in when it's less than two outs. So those are the things that I think. You know, j- me being a fan again, even when I wasn't here, I'm always watching. You know, like like the network. You know, when he's not playing baseball, he's watching baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's real. It's real, and you watch these guys. You know, the guys who have stepped in. Bring the you know the little things you know the, the the little aspects of the game you know and and those things still matter. I know the game is changing and analytics are changing, but the baseball is still baseball. Can you get a guy over? Can you get a guy in? Can you make your pitches? Can you can you make plays on defense? The, that part of the game it hasn't changed. And you know what? Interestingly. Defense has been quantified somewhat now because you do see where you know front offices are valuing more runs saved, right? So oh, yeah, look at Jason Hayward. Yeah, got that motherfucker hundred eighty million dollars. You know what I'm saying? defense, yeah, man. Well, and you look at the guy like Kiermaier, right? Where all of a sudden, no matter what he was hitting, you're looking at his defensive numbers, Period. and you're like, whoa, okay, he's yeah. saving JBJ. JBJ, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Dude, yeah. Might be the best center fielder in baseball. Yeah. You know, I mean, my. Just my opinion, um, 
But look at what he does, man. The dude saves a lot of runs. Mm -hmm. Trout, too. Even like when the ball goes in the air, we were in Anaheim like, fuck, man. (laughs) You know he's going to catch that shit. You know what I'm saying? Wrong guy. Ball get hit hardest in the field. You know he's catching that shit. Wrong guy. That's the thing, too. It's demoralizing to you as a hitter, too, right? When you're like, if you're ripping balls that you think should be hits and they're constantly turning into outs, you're just like, Oh, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, you can hear the other team. Hey, nice swing! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep that swing, man. <laughs> it's, oh. ha- it's happened to me for many times, and that sucks, man. It sucks, but it's it's huge. It's huge. Cameron, you were a first round pick uh, back in well, I guess it was oh six thousand five oh five. Okay, what what kind of tenth overall is that right? Yeah, that's a, I mean that's a really high, pick, especially in baseball. High. You know, yeah. I mean in in baseball that's a high pick with the you know 40,000 rounds of the draft that they have yeah so what kind did you immediately like feel a certain level of pressure to produce knowing oh you know I'm a first round pick. no when you're young you're dumb when yeah you when, when you're young you deserve yeah, it right like oh young, shit like, I should have been the first I should, fucking I pick <laughs> my boy JL is a beat that's literally how it is when you're young you're just like Hell yeah, I, I'm in there. I'm in this. You know, I'm in the door. That's how you, you know, I, no pressure. Pressure is what you make it. Um, But nah, man, it was just fun for me. It was like, you 18, you ain't got to go to college. I don't got to go to college. I don't got to go to class anymore. It's just, you, the only thing I got to focus on is literally baseball. Like, that's that's what you dream of as a kid. Mm. You know what I mean? That's that's what you dream of. So, I didn't feel any any added pressure. You know, I, I got a, I've got a really good circle around me, a really good foundation. My pops was always, you know, just encouraging me to do the right thing, keep my mind right, keep my nose clean, as he as he always says. Um, but no, nah, I ain't really. I, I never really felt the pressure. It was just baseball, man. It was something that I did my whole life. Something I was good at my whole life. So it was. It was just. It came natural. It came came normal. Then you get to the big leagues and realize, oh shit! <laughs> like, man, I ain't seen nobody like this in Double A. Man, I seen, a, I seen on the board. It's a, you got like a bunch of um, your whole the family whole bloodline, right? the, the whole like NFL, NBA, NBA, WNBA. It's crazy. Now I broadcast WNBA games. What? Well, uh, she doesn't play anymore. Rashonda McCants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know Rashonda McCants. Pick yeah. In the, in the WNBA draft. Yep. Her brother Rashad was the tenth overall pick for the Timberwolves. Yep. Uh, Aaron Maven. Aaron Maven went to Penn State. Lives in Baltimore now. Um, he was a first round pick for the Bills. Uh, my little cousin went to Tennessee. Plays with the Lions now. Um, outside linebacker, defensive end. His dad played four years for Denny Crum at Louisville. It just keeps my my cousin is the captain of the Harlem Globetrotters. Highlight Chris. Chris highlight Bruton. <laughs> it's like it just it's crazy. This, I mean, the whole the, family. Oh, man. <laughs> These family yard football games must have been unbelievable, it's man. It's crazy. Did, was there a time were you guys close enough in age? Was there ever a time where you're like all you're together as some family outing and you're competing in something, whether it's you know football, wiffle ball, basketball, whatever. Yeah, my uh, my cousin Rashad and I we we were like and he's three, four years older than me, but, you know, he was a hoop star, but, you know, I was coming, I didn't, 
I, I was good at basketball, but I didn't play basketball. I didn't. I wasn't invested in basketball like he was, but I was just good at it. I was mm-hmm. good. I was so when he was at Carolina, I was coming through high school like man, it ain't that good, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So we had a couple, you know, Memorial Day cookouts where it was like, hey, hey, hey enough is enough. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like pops running out to the driveway like, hey, hey, you you got it, you got Duke next week and you got your high school season. <laughs> like, was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like tip for tip for time. You know, so it, it de- we definitely had some heated, some heated driveway pickup games that had to be cut short. <laughs> because I'm like, nah, bro, you ain't that, you not that good, you know what I mean? But I mean, he was. Don't get me wrong, he was. But that's just was the, nice. that's just that competitor. That's just that competitive nature that we we all have. Um, and it's just it's just running through the, through through my blood, man. So. It's some fun. I got some a lot of fun memories coming with that. Did you know you wanted to be a professional baseball player growing up? Yeah, yeah, pretty much my whole life. I wrote about. It. I wrote a book in like the first grade. It said I wanted to play for the Asheville Tourists. You know, at the time that was that was professional baseball. Yeah, for me. Asheville. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, You're from Asheville, you know, yeah. Carolina, I'm from right? Asheville, and you know, going to the games. I think it was like first, or second grade, like stick figure books. Like one day I'll. Play I was going to say you write books in first grade. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, absolutely, absolutely. My mom still has that book. I'm I'm going to play for the tourists. One day, and I'm going to be the best player to ever come oh, through. What I didn't awesome. realize. Did you get to play there in the minor leagues? No, nah, I was the bat boy though. So uh, I, I, I ended up being the bat boy for like three years. So I, I had a chance to like a BP and work out, and I used to hit on the field. Who was on those to, to anybody man, in the big leagues? Rocco Baldelli, who uh, okay. we just saw, was yeah. his bat boy. Delman, uh, Clint Barmus. Baldo Jimenez, oh, that's Jeff crazy. Baker, like all of those. And I don't think Stu was a little. I was at, towards the end, but I saw a lot of good dudes come through that through that Sally League, man. So it was a uh, it was cool for me. It was fun. That's awesome. That's really. It was cool, cool seeing them too. Later, like I remember the story. I was in Colorado working out. And uh, in the weight room, and the Menez was in there working out, and he kept looking at me, and he's like, staring. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why does man, why does dude keep staring? I'm like, like this dude keep looking at me like real crazy, you know? And if I was like, what's up, man? Like, you know, somebody can look at you long enough, you yeah, know? Like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> he's like. Puppy, I remember you. I'm like, yeah, I used to be a bad boy, bro. Like, oh shit! Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, yeah, you were a terrible tipper back. Then. All, those, all those hot dogs I was running again. Oh, nah, he was he, he was cool. He was cool. So some good some good times though. You know what? That probably does that also give you a different uh, level of perspective for the clubbies at the major league level and absolutely. what they go through. Yeah, absolutely. They better not be lazy either because. Man, some of them, I'm cool. I'm very lenient. I understand how much work they do. Because back then, I was doing home and away by myself at the lowest level with not much. That's hard. Literally looking back on it, horrible. You know what I mean? With not much to work with. So now these dudes got everything. So it's like... You get the, sh- I mean, I want to be. You get the snare. Like, I mean, man, who clean the shoes, man? Yeah. <laughs> who clean the shoes, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I did this, man. So yeah, don't be cutting no corners, bro. Yeah. Like, so, but I, I'm, I'm extremely, you know, respectful and I get patient with them as well. But I, I understand. You know what they have to do, but I also re- truly respect the ones you. You know, I know the ones who are like, okay, this dude is good. This mm-hmm. dude, this dude is really good. He really cares at what he. He really cares about what he does. So, um, I'm always my eyes always on the bat boys. Always. <laughs> on the bat boys. They, don't, they don't know I'm watching, but I'm always like, man, this, this, 
This nigga don't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this dude happy to have this job. I ain't seen him rub up one baseball. <laughs> That's what that, I mean. Charlie Maggie taught me that when I was young. Like, just take care of the clubbies. Take care of the clubbies. If you take care right. of the clubbies and the bad boys and everybody behind the scenes, it'll make your job so much Absolutely. easier and so much more enjoyable I and agree. fun. And like, you know, I agree. Um, you know they can they can make it your experience that much better. I you know. Agree. Well, I know C has a wonderful reputation for taking care of the the clubbies Facts. and the bad boys, and I know they all love you, man. No, so I mean it just started two way street. It really started with Nagy, though. You know, yeah, just yeah. coming up and and having that guidance, and you know him letting me know what what, what the love. importance of that. Awesome you know, too. he's a great guy. Great he was the best. You know. Um, See, should I show Cameron like the video of a, of a really athletic man uh, jogging on your field last night who wasn't in uniform? Oh, that was terrible. No, 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 no. This is this is. You want to see what happens when you find out it's a six thirty five game? Look at that trot. Is that not nah, a beautiful you, trot? You, That's you, terrible. No, no, I couldn't sweat. Were you not man. trying to crease your shoes or something? I was like, trying. I couldn't sweat. <laughs> I couldn't sweat. It was a very difficult. He was running on his heels. He was, uh, he was, he was like, my pants are tight. My <laughs> Shoes are new. Oh, God. You're not trying to crease them oh, shoes, my gosh. I don't want to sweat. And he had his arms right here. Yeah, he did. Let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you. I was, in a, I was in a very difficult spot because I, I'm sitting up in the booth getting ready. I, I'm supposed to do a pregame hit a half hour before the game. Normally, that's a, I go on at like 6.32. And so I usually go down at like 6.15, 6.10, something like that. And so I'm looking at the clock. I was nice and prepared way ahead of time. I'm like, all right, I'm good, you know, whatever. And all, it's 5.55, and all of a sudden, one of the guys in the booth who we work with, Rich, he's like, hey, Ryan, you know, it's a 6.35 game. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. He's like, well, you know, pregame's at 6. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so 5.55, I have to be on the air in five minutes. I got to go downstairs. But... You know, if you're on camera sweating, it's a ooh, bad look. What? You know, you're glistening. I, so I just did a gr- green room thing, and I was sweating. I'm like, hell, yeah. like, yo, why am I sweating? Yes. Those li- those the lights. That's why I always wear a hat. Ooh, ooh, that's a good idea, man. Yep. Were you on today somewhere? Were you doing something this morning? No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, it was I just, just a different up, video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do this morning? I woke I up. I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah, they were killing me for that jog. Cameron, how about, a, like, just, I like following you on social media. It, it seems like, too, like, from what I've seen, Yankees fans have enjoyed just how expressive you've been about how much you've enjoyed this experience thus far like it just seems like you yeah. are loving being a yankee right now yeah i'm i'm a, i'm a, an extremely honest person um but i was telling somebody the other day man it was you know you you come here as a visitor and it's like man god these people man these people are like they're like they they don't play you know yeah and and by no means you know i grew up in north carolina so it was wgn it was the cubs and the braves that's all i got to see so i i wouldn't I was never a Yankee fan, no. yeah. but I was a fan of the nostalgia. I was a fan of the energy when you come here and then to come in and put the uniform on. Like it's hard to explain like the energy that you get literally from just, I mean, goosebumps right now. I got goosebumps. The energy that you get from actually putting on the uniform is, is so special. Like I've got, seven different jerseys from the teams that I played on and I literally told somebody the other day like I can't wait to put like frame this jersey and hang this jersey up like this one mm-hmm. you know I won a World Series with the Astros which is which is beautiful you know some of my favorite players never accomplished that that but it's something special man I mean literally like it's hard to put into words but I just I told somebody I think too is because like the fans are so 
like they don't go to the game to see who's who's here, you know, who's just coming to the game. Like they're invested. Like they're truly invested in like CC getting his three thousand. Like they like going home and like celebrating with their families. Like they. Know <laughs> we had a CC three thousand party. You know what I mean? Like he's not coming tonight. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just Uncle John it's, and it's Aunt like, Donna and a cake. Exactly, exactly, and the dog. You know, it's like. But it just uh, just you you can feel like how invested they are. So I think. You know, that, like I said, not not to mention, just the way, like, this clubhouse, man, like you said, the identity is amazing, but, man, like, this is so cool for me. Mm. This is so, this has been, like, probably easy, easy, easily one of the, the best experiences I, that I've had, you know, already in my career to just literally put this jersey on, and it's it's like you have, it's just so much pride that comes with it, so much pride and so much history that you it brings out the best in you. Even if you might not have your best your best day, it's I still truly feels like it brings out the best in you. Like there's no corner cutting. There's no oh I'm kind of tired. I'm not gonna run. No I'm running this ball out. No I'm trying to go get this ball. Or I'm like my my fo- like I'm not giving away this at bat or this pitch or like it's it brings something special out of you. Even if you don't get the results, like you are in it. You are in it because you realize how invested you know the organization is. The fans are. It's it's special. It I think really it's is. I think the the uniform. I think it's because of, we know the players that came before us. Yeah. you know what I mean, like the Yogi's and the Whitey for and the and the Whitey and the the Andy Pettits and the, you know what yeah, I mean. Absolutely, like, you feel that. You can feel. You know that. what I'm saying? Like you can feel that. That that's why people always say the pinstripes heavy though. Yeah. Oh, motherfuckers yeah. is heavy too. It's not though. for everybody. It's not for everybody, it's guys. Because it's, like, it's a heavy like, ass jersey. Like real. Because you really talk. feel it when you put it on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's it's real. all of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, the pinstripes so are real. definitely that's heavy. That's so real. Literally, that's why I keep telling people I'm here for. Uh, you know I. It happened. It happened that I'm here for a reason because I've been through so much, so many ups and downs, and so it's like this shit is not for everybody. Yeah. Everybody can't handle like that, that, you know. And that's another reason why I feel like I'm here right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm here right now because I can handle that. Mm-hmm. But everybody cannot handle. I mean. Nah, it's been, a, it's it's been a few guys I like, that I thought was going to be, be able to handle it. I like that. The pinstripes are heavy. <laughs> they heavy, dog. That's <laughs> real. That is the realest thing I've heard today. You know what I love but about I love that, it. too? Be, you know what's great about it? There are so many times where fans might think or feel something, right? But there's maybe a level of disconnect in the perspective from what players are experiencing, right? Like maybe there's a certain loss that fans just can't live with. But you players, you turn the page right away. What's cool about that is I think to fans, that matters, right? The the tradition, the history here, it matters. You guys being aware of it and having pride in it matters. And so the fact that you're saying like, yeah, when you put on this uniform, you really do carry that weight. Like, that's cool. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's cool absolutely. that it transcends that way. Look, I know you have a stretch you yeah. have to get to. We're going to have to have Cameron I back on sometime, man. Sure. I'm here. You this was terrific, know. man. Thank no, we you, gotta, Cameron. We, he got to come on for the Game of Thrones Yeah, episode. so you're a Game of Thrones guy, too? Episode. What? Yeah, okay. So <laughs> what do you think? So next week, should we do a roundtable? Yeah. Roundtable previewing? The we finale? got Mike Talkman on here, bro. Yeah. Oh, is he diehard? He is diehard. Oh, okay. So ne- next week we do a we do a roundtable previewing the finale. We'll, we'll do. I, I I think some stuff is about to happen. Me yeah. too, man. I'm probably, it's probably, I'm probably so far out there right now. Daenerys about to fuck everything up. Oh man, you, I know. She's she about to fuck everything who, up. I'm who, telling you. Who killed in some, a bad way? Does someone, in a bad way. Yeah. Does someone kill Danny this week? Do you think? Arya. 
think Ari is going to kill. And I, I think Jamie kills Cersei. Ooh, man, those that's scenes will be unbelievable. That's, that's my prediction. Everybody thinks that Jamie's riding back to defend Cersei. Yeah. No way, right? So here's the question. Was that real or was that a rope-a-dope? Because he's like, he knows he has to go back, but he just can't. He's not going to be... A, if he told Brienne, I think he saw she would have gone with him and yeah. she would have been in danger, this right? That's true. So he's protecting her by making like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm over you. Yeah. I'm going back to my hey, sister. Hey, what about this, though? I keep saying, what if Daenerys has like two more dragons she just been no, stowing away? But these dragons weak as fuck, by but the way. Listen. No, but you know what? Go back God, to one. Lee, no, no, no. But see, fuck? it's funny you say that. I was these watching season dragons, six today. Man. They were... They were badass for a while, man. Fucking, these fucking dragons are terrible. Th- this one was hurt. One fucking spear, and it's, they, in, the, and it's in the ocean. No, that one. But remember, it was injured Bro. in the Battle of Winterfell. This shit's terrible, man. These fucking dragons, man. She got two the more. Dra- cover, the dragons are the weakest was, part of the show. You see how Greyjoy was looking at the end? He was looking like he was. Like it's too much. But even in that last scene when Cersei's got, she's up on the wall and everything. I would have had. I would have shot the dragon. Was in the back. Oh, yeah. I would have just killed everybody. Well, (laughs) we will have a a full preview of the finale next Thursday. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to R2C2 every Thursday. New episode. Cameron Maben, thank you so much for joining us. New guest host. That's right. New guest host. I love it. (laughs) Cameron Maben taking us out. Our thanks to Cameron Maben, who was absolutely outstanding. He will definitely be back and be a part of the Game of Thrones finale preview. We did want to remind you you that we are still going to uh, continue our contest with you guys and the giveaway for R2C2 to honor all of you for giving us a thousand five-star reviews. We want to give something away. So we have an autographed pair of game-worn cleats of CCs up for grabs. We have an autographed photo of CC up for grabs and an uninterrupted prize pack. All you have to do is write a review on iTunes, give us five stars, take a screenshot of the review, Tweet at the show using the hashtag R2C2. Tag three friends with a link to the show, and we will choose the most funny, engaging tweets. So that's write a review on iTunes. Make sure you give us five stars, because we ain't going to pick you if you give us one. Take a screenshot of the review. Tweet at the show using the hashtag R2C2. Tag three friends with a link to the show, and we will choose the most funny and engaging tweets. Remember, we are back next Thursday with a Game of Thrones finale preview. Going to do a Yankees roundtable. Excited for that. Make sure you download, rate, review, subscribe, and tell everybody you know about the podcast because that's how we keep this baby going. All right. Love you guys. Peace.